Welcome to Make Pods Great Again. I'm your host, John Woolley, content creator for the Instagram page, Make Wads Great Again. Welcome back to the show. We are at the end of the CrossFit Open. Thank the baby Jesus. And since we're doing a recap, you know you're here with my bestie, Nikki. Nikki, how are uh, you? I'm good. I'm so glad this shit is over. <laughs> oh, you're telling me. I am beat oh, up. Same. Matter of fact, I'm, I'm going to be coughing through most of this episode. Um, today was a bank holiday and I was off. So I went and did this thing at noon, which at this point is three hours ago. So I'm still at Fran Long and still coughing and I'm day drinking to offset it. So it's a, Ugh. first it's of all, I'm, I'm jealous of all of those things. It's well, don't be jealous of the wad because it was, uh, it was not fun to, I am though. If I, if I had today off and could be day drinking and could be redoing the workout at noon, I'd be there right with you. Uh, you know, so I had wad anxiety today. This doesn't happen to me a lot. Like usually I can rein it in pretty good, but I was kind of obsessing about my score and trying to figure out where I need to be on the leaderboard. And mm-hmm. I decided, all right, I'm going to go in a little early and God forbid, I'm going to do some mobility and some stretching. And I'm actually going to what? Want to, I, I know. No. Yes, I know. Like that. Hell you know, has frozen over. You know, I'm obsessing if I'm warming up. So um, somebody even snapped a pic. I should have like, I should have had like a, uh, a clause for everyone in the room that they weren't allowed to take pictures of me, but uh, <laughs> no so, one can see this. Yeah. But so here was what my problem was. It wasn't so much that I was stressed out about the wad itself. It's like I got there and Saxon was uh, doing his redo. And so you watch somebody else do it just makes it worse for you. Totally. I, I told him afterwards, like the, it's the, the watching someone as the pain starts to set in over, you know, this is for these games athletes. This is a, you know, really kind of a 12 minute or less workout, you know? So over that first six minutes, you can start to see it set in his face, you know, and it's just mm-hmm. getting worse and worse and worse. And, you know, of course these guys have an incredible threshold for pain anyway. Oh my God. Yeah. And, you know, but I'm sitting there watching going, Oh my God, if he's making these faces, like I'm going to physically die, like I'm going to fall over and die having to do this again. It's them getting more <laughs> and more nervous. It was, Oh, it was miserable. And so then, uh, so after he was done, I needed to get Spencer to come count for me. And there's a a noon class going on. So I'm doing this by myself. And he's like, well, come on, we can use their timer. You know, they're doing a 21 minute AMRAP. So it'll be perfect. perfect. Yeah. So, so he's like, come on. And like, I walk in a room and they go 10 seconds. I don't even have my, I'm not, I'm not ready. You know, I've got everything set up, but I had to run over to the ball, uh, you know, and they're like, literally, so I had no time to, to stress out about it, which I think actually helped. That's good. Yeah. You had plenty of time to think about it as you were driving to the gym and stretching. Oh man. But yeah, so I just jump right in, you know, so it's, it took me a minute to like, you know, it took me a couple of seconds to like settle down and go, all right, you know, in that sense, I had to rush over to the ball. Don't rush into the workout. Right. Exactly. And it all, it all panned out though. So I finished, I knocked a full minute off my first time, which uh, felt good. So I think I'm, I think I'm did all right. That's awesome. Good for you. But it's over. A full minute is a lot. You know, it was interesting. The first time I did it, I, um, I, again, because, you know, I, I should yell at Dave. I mean, I don't know Dave, but I should still yell at him. Like, don't give me a choose your own adventure. Like I can't, I'm a banker. I, I just do math all day. Like I no, I loved it. What are you talking about? I, I figured out 30 different ways to do that one. And so, so I finally settled on the first night. I'm like, all right, I'm going to do eight rounds of five, 10, 15. Because it's, you know, it's, it, it'll feel like Cindy. I'm used okay. to doing that. Like I, when I do Cindy, I can get like 23 rounds. Like I've, yeah. I've got pretty good cardio capacity and, you know, I figured it'd be all right. I was so wrong. So oh. wrong. It hurts so bad. I've mm-hmm. laid in the floor and rolled around like a, 
little wuss for 15 minutes <laughs> after the wad. There was sweat everywhere. It was disgusting. Shit. Coughed for half a day. I was hoarse the next day from it. And, it, you know, it was only a minute farther than I was today. But I just, I came out super hot. You know, it's one of those yeah. things like, because I started with pull-ups. That was really my mistake. I did pull-ups first. And then the, you know, the row and the wall balls. The problem is a 10 calorie row is not enough time to get any kind of recovery in. And because it's only 10 cows, you have to really row hard. Right. And over eight, I was thinking over eight and I was thinking accurately that over eight rounds, you want to minimize your transition. So I would just jump on and start pulling. Also, that's right. And, um, and uh, it blew my lungs out. So I got halfway through that thing. I get the five minute mark. And I knew I was done. Yeah. I, mean, I was literally four rounds in at five minutes. And I finished that one in like, you know, 12, 13, I think. Nice. Um, yeah. And so the second half was miserable. Oh, and yeah. I fixed that today. So today, yeah. every split was the same. So, you know, that's what the, um, that's what the athletes were saying at the, at the open announcement as well. When I was there on Thursday night, I got, had a chance to go to the live open announcement in Boston. And it was Annie and Pat Vellner. And they obviously like, you know, got the announcement, heard what the, what the wad was and then had no time to strategize, even though strategy was probably a uh, 50% of this workout, uh, if not more. So that was interesting, but they both said that the way that they broke it up, they didn't give themselves enough time to recover because they would row for such a short period. That's what Annie said. She was like, I'd row. And then I would need to go back to do muscle ups. And I <laughs> didn't want it to be time yet. I hadn't recovered yet. Um, and, you know, she left like a whole shitload of wall balls in the end. So I don't know if they redid it or not. I haven't seen scores don't come in until tonight, technically. So we'll have to see. But it was really interesting to for the very first time, it being like a choose your own adventure kind of thing and watching the athletes have to tackle it right then and there because it added a whole nother element. Typically, it's like it doesn't really matter what it is. Like you're going to do the wad, you're going to do the wad. So you find out about it five minutes beforehand or two days beforehand. It's fine. It's the same shit. This one, not so much. So even Pat Vellner was like, cool, I'm looking forward to not having 30 seconds to think about it <laughs> and having <laughs> having more time to figure out what my strengths are. Well, not that Andy needs my validation, but she's absolutely right. You need more time on the rower. Mostly <laughs> because you, can, you know, I, I tell everyone, particularly at my age group, but I think even in the really good age groups, the the difference between a shitty row and an average row is like not a lot. You know, right. it's, it's really, there's not a, a dramatic difference between them you know, again, depending on the group that you're in. And so I was using those 20 cows. Like I was literally doing them in exactly a minute. Now I can normally do 20 cows in like 45 seconds. I was like, all right, I'll give myself like less effort so I can do wall balls unbroken. And it was completely, completely the right thing to do. I did see that Pat improved his score though. I don't know what his score is, but he posted that he did. That's Um, crazy. Cause I think his first one was like 1145 or something or 11 something. That's crazy. That was, go weird, than that. that was a weird one to watch. What, what was it like live? Cause like I'm I watching loved it. it. Oh, I loved it, but it was weird because they're not doing the same things. Like they're in, they're in a different sequence of order and, and yeah. you know, bigger sets or smaller sets. Like I'm just trying to keep up like my ADD adult brain couldn't, <laughs> couldn't focus. I think that this was one of those workouts that like we would have benefited from the old media system where we had like graphics and counters and the hat, which is the graphic at the top that tells you like how many reps a one athlete is in versus the other. Um, 
because it, it definitely was hard to watch in that respect like you didn't really know like okay so now he's on muscle ups and now he's on the wall ball i don't know like who's in the lead um and especially with a with a workout like this where the men and women had the same rep count which doesn't normally happen it was kind of hard to keep up. So live, it was fucking rad. <laughs> you know, it was like a, the same vibe as regionals where you're just like amped to see the best of the best out on the floor. And you know, it was like an intimate environment, which is pretty cool too. There weren't a whole shitload of people there, but um, I didn't, I didn't know who was where or what was going on. I was just like, Oh my God, they're there. And then, Oh my God, they finished. <laughs> it's amazing. Well, and you had two of the fittest gingers on the planet in the same room. I know. And I brought my own. I know you did. You brought I your ginger did. with you. I brought my husband with me. So I have this great picture of me and him and Pat and Annie. And it was BYOG, bring your own ginger. I saw that picture. I w- I'm not going to lie. I was completely and utterly jealous because I've never got, <laughs> I haven't got a picture with either one of them, but I, you know, mostly one with Annie. No offense to Pat. I'm sure he's an awesome dude, but I was very jealous. It was cool. It was really neat. It was just nice to see them. Um, and, you know, I obviously I wish I had been working the event, but I'd never been a spectator at one of those events. I've always been on the floor and it was just kind of nice to kick back, have a drink, hang out. No complaints. <laughs> it's basically the way I like to live my life. Yeah, seriously. Well, and now we can, because now the open is over back to your regularly scheduled programming and no longer uh-huh. worrying about like, Oh shit, I can't have a drink because I have to do this other one tomorrow. Can't work out on Thursday because I did it on Friday. Oh, first of all. All right. I don't listen to that noise. I don't no. ever tell myself I can't have a drink because of a workout tomorrow. Screw that. Like I'm going to live my life. I'm not going to, not going to fall into those traps. Um, I do. I do. I do, I, some, do. I do some weird stuff. Like I take more salt baths, for instance, during the open, you know, like I do more recovery. Yeah. I don't always do, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't care about the other stuff. I figure like in my age group, I just, I want to have fun. I'm, I'm obsessing a little and I know between today and Wednesday, or at least probably between today and, and late tomorrow, which is typically when all the kind of the better scores are in. Mm-hmm. I'll obsess over the leaderboard a little bit to make sure I did it as well as I wanted to, but otherwise I'm glad it's over. See, I don't obsess at all. Like I really don't give a shit. I just want to do the best that I know I can do. And so that's the only time I get disappointed in myself is if I'm like, Oh shit, I know I could have done that. Or like, I really wanted to like get to this part in the workout. Um, but I mean, I don't, I give zero fucks about where I am on the leaderboard. I'm a super mediocre average crossfitter. So <laughs> me and everyone else right in the middle of the pack, just kind of like going through life enjoying. I enjoy the test. I like knowing where I'm at. I like forcing myself to do things that I wouldn't normally do or working harder than I normally would. But other than that, I don't, but I'm not like, you have a real shot of like making a splash on the leaderboard. I'm not in your position. So I kind of get where you're coming from. First of all, in the scale division is technically not a splash. It's like a drip but um, like a tiny little ripple, but uh, yeah, we'll see. I think I've got a shot at second. It might be third. Like I've done the math. Uh, My math says it's going to be second, but you know, you never know who's going to sneak in there. So we'll see. Totally. Totally. Yeah. It's a scale division. It was fun. So yeah. I'm glad it's over. I'm glad it's over too. I don't need the stress. You know, somebody asked me last night, we'll talk about this, but I was doing this Q and a, and I didn't answer all the questions. And then one of the questions I got was, you know, why do you do the open? And I think you just said it, but I do it for the same reason, which is the test. Like I, yeah, I want to learn stuff about myself. And I do think I learned a few things this time. I learned that my initial planning for a wad is usually pretty shitty. I mean, <laughs> four out of five wads, I did better the, you know, the second, uh, go around. Um, I've also learned that, you know, pacing 
it probably the most important learn it, um, thing I learned is that pacing is incredibly important. Like I think in all cases where I didn't do as well as I wanted to, it was because my pacing was off. Like I just oh, came right. out too hot and blew my lungs out, you know? So I don't know if that's, you know, just because it was kind of a competitive environment or if, if I do that regularly, I need to, you know, I probably need to retest more workouts um, to see if that's a normal thing for me. Um, I don't think it is, but could be, you know, but I like the test. Yeah. yeah, I do too. I just like, I like that environment of forcing myself to do something I wouldn't normally do or move faster than I normally would or something. It feels like a little competition. It feels like a mini competition every time you're doing one of these, because you know, your, your score is going to end up on the leaderboard and, uh, it's not typically how I work out. You know, sometimes I, just take things at my own pace or I, uh, don't worry so much about not getting that extra round. And so like fighting for every rep, fighting for every round is, it's nice. I do think the open is exactly one week too long. Like I'm like usually over it, but by the time we get to this last week, I'm usually over it in week three. To be honest. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm not used to working that hard. Like I, you know, I don't, yeah. I don't work I out know. that level of intensity you know, even one, you know, once a week, like I maybe once a month, you know, instead of do it three weeks in a row by the week three, I'm like, Oh Jesus, is this going to keep yeah. going on? You know, it's yeah. just too much. I like the community aspect of it too. You know, like the gym I coach at, we do like a Friday night lights thing. Um, you know, there's a, another gym that my buddy owns nearby that does a, a intramural open where everyone like dresses up week by week and get points and there's a potluck and, you know, it, it's all, it's all a nice way to come together with the community, which I also really, really like. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Well, so let me, let me read some of these questions to you. So I did this Q and a last night okay. and I got all these, I get all these questions and they're really funny. Like when you go back and look at them in mass, cause there's so many that are like in the same vein or, or the, the same, you know, kind of genre. First of all, Bean is way more popular than me. I get like, I have 30 questions about this fucking cat. And more popular, more handsome, how, smarter. Yeah. First of all, I need to correct everyone. So people keep saying, <laughs> how old is Beans? I don't know who Beans is. but who I have, the fuck is Beans? I know. There's no Beans. It's Bean. Bean is short for Childish Gambino. That's how he got his name. No way. Yes. I love the rapper. I love rap oh, music. I didn't know that. That is the whitest sentence I've ever heard you say. Yes. I love the rap music. I do. I love the rap music. And uh, actually, my daughters have two pets. They have a... They have a dog at their mom's house uh, named Chance. So Chance the rapper. Oh. And, and uh, which isn't why she named him that, but that's what we tell ourselves. And yep, then yep, yep. we have Bean, which is uh, Childish Gambino. When I'm mad at him, I call him Donald Glover. Oh. So Bean is, uh, he's a little over a year old. Everybody wants to know how old he is. They, somebody asked what he's getting for Christmas. He's going to get to be an outside cat if he doesn't quit being an asshole. That's what he's going to get for Christmas. Um, actually, you know, I'm going to buy him a little Santa Claus costume and dress so him up. So that he hates you more? Yes. Like, yeah, if he's oh going to be God. a dick, I'm going to dress him up and <laughs> and make him walk around here like Santa Claus for the next few weeks. I don't, I don't know if some, you guys should tell if somebody tell me, like, can I do that before Christmas? I mean, I feel like I can, but I feel like you can. I don't know. I don't, I'm not the right person to ask. I don't know. <laughs> I also got, I got a lot of questions about my favorite, what my favorite bourbon is, which made oh. me feel like an alcoholic. And of course now I'm day drinking at three in the afternoon. So, so all signs point to all signs point to functional at least. Um, I don't know if I had, I guess if I had to pick a favorite, probably maybe Woodford reserve or uh, Basil Hayden. Yeah. My husband likes Basil Hayden. I think it all tastes like straight gasoline. What? 
Yeah, disgusting. Oh, you're killing me. Well, I can't do brown liquor. I'm a basic bitch. What do you think I drink? The answer is vodka. Come on now. Tito's. The, the answer is it's, it's fucking Tito's. No. I actually, I actually love me some like gross, um, like pinnacle whipped cream flavored vodka. That's like actually my favorite. Isn't that sad to say out loud? No. You're it's so girl. good. I know, but it's so good. Just pinnacle whipped and uh, diet orange dry from Polar. I'm telling you. All right. Well, when I'm in uh, Rhode Island in a couple of weeks, you can make that for me. Oh my God. We're amazing. We're making basic bitch fall drinks when you're here. I'm so ready. I'm I, so ready. I, actually, bring your ginger husband. He and I'll drink bourbon and you can make your own basic uh, drink. Actually, it sounds better for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, let's see. I got, so here's an interesting thing that happens every time I do this. I get about at least a dozen questions about being bald. And then most of them aren't even questions. They're just insults. Which what? is always interesting. Yeah. Did you know that uh, hair loss is like the last, I'm not, I hate to call it a disability because it's not a disability, but it's like the last physical attribute you're allowed to still make fun of people for. Like you can't body shame people in any capacity. You can't call somebody fat. You can't call them ugly. You can't say they have a big nose. Can't say anything about them. Um, oh, you can't say they have a big nose? Try telling that to everyone who follows me on fucking Instagram. Well, look, I'm just telling you that like, you know, being a bald white guy is the, is the last bastion of uh being able to you know be bigoted towards someone it's the last it's the last thing out there you can't there's nothing else you can do so have at it everyone uh you know someone asked me if i turtle wax my head which i do but they still shouldn't have asked they still should not have no yeah. don't bring it up it's sensitive uh somebody asked if i was a skinhead i'm like okay you know? i mean like literally in the literal sense there is yeah. skin on my head yeah i mean there is skin on my head and i do <laughs> So somebody asked when when was my last haircut ever, and I'm like, well, like every day because I still have hair. It's just right. really short, and I shave it. So technically, it would have been this morning. So, so you're giving day. biology lessons? I guess well? I, I okay. think people are just trying to be funny. But um, and then I do, here's a question I got like eight times from different people. So I don't know if they're all in the same gym. <laughs> it's just random. But everyone wants to know if I could eliminate one CrossFit movement. What would it be? So what would it be? Thrusters. Thrusters. Wow, that was quick. Thrusters, thrusters, thrusters. I don't, I don't, you don't even need to finish the sentence. You didn't even hesitate. You just nope. like thrusters. Thrusters. I'm like, which one can you eliminate? Thrusters. Thrusters. Yeah. Never, if I never, ever had to do them again, I would, I would die happy. See, I debated this. I was initially thinking assault bike, but the assault bike's actually not that hard because you can lollygag the assault. Bike. Yeah, totally. It's, you can game that shit. It's only as hard as you make it. Also, that's what which said. is all of CrossFit. Well, okay. That's what she said. Also all of CrossFit. <laughs> yeah. But like thrusters aren't like, so to your point, like, you know, you, whatever weight you have on the bar, they're going to be that difficult. Right. I mean, technically, yeah, you could slow them down and take, you know, big take breaks. Like, yeah. Do them lighter whatever, but. But they suck. They're the worst. They're the it, fucking worst. Yeah. I might be there with you. I might have to say thrusters. Those, Good. Are, pretty, those are pretty horrible in, in every stretch of the imagination. Good. You are sane. Yeah. That was, <laughs> that, that was uh, an interesting one. Uh, let's see. Let's see what else we got here. Oh, here. So here's one. I want your opinion on this. Who's got even the slightest chance of beating Frazier? Um, wow. Um, have you watched the Dubai documentary yet? I have not. Watch it's it. cool. It's it's worth a watch. There's a there's a whole like on camera interview with Travis Mayer where the the guy behind the camera is asking him basically that like can anyone beat Fraser and could you be that person and 
I really like Travis's answer because he's basically like anyone can beat anyone. Like there's, we're all human and we're all capable and we're all possible. I'm not going to rule myself out as the person that could do that. Um, so that's a good answer. But I think, uh, I don't know. I mean, like, I think his performance as his track record basically shows that he's had points in time where he's been untouchable, right? He's had historic leads that he literally would have to like withdraw from competition to pull back from this past year though. Noah made a legit showing Noah, you know, stepped up and wore the leader's Jersey for some serious points in time within the competition, not after one event or on day one only like, you know, up until we were, we were really pulling toward the end. So I think Noah's got a, a real fighting chance. I think too, it just depends on the competition and the test. Like, you know, is, are the events, they're typically very, very well rounded out and for everything that Dave is and does, his programming is absolutely beautiful. So super well-rounded, but you know, if it's a, if it's a strength based event, if it's a endurance based event, is one of those athletes have a chance of passing him? Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. I asked the exact same question to Saxon, not the on go. Um, he was on the podcast and I asked him like, you know, you know, what are your, how do you feel about, you know, beating Frazier? Do you think you can beat him? And I kind of asked it half-assed as a joke because to keep in mind at the time, like hitting qualified for the game jet, like, you know, Saxon was like 50th in the world or something. And right. You know, I'm saying all this with respect. Like I think Saxon is an unreal athlete. So is his yeah, brother. Superhuman. All, all of them are. But you know, I had kind of this feeling that, you know, come on, beating Frazier is a tall task. And he had, without any sense of irony, with no sense of question at all, he's like, Absolutely, I'm going to beat him. Like I'm going there to beat him. Yeah. Like, you know, no doubt in his own abilities, no question, you know, and so I think a lot of these top athletes feel that way that good that he's absolutely beatable. I I'm with you. I think Noah's up on that list. Um, I think Pat is way up on that list. Yeah. Someone who could potentially be, I, th- I think Pat's got as good a chance of absolutely anybody of totally of beating them. Um, Chandler Smith seems to be a real up and comer lately. Like I just feel like I keep seeing him post amazing scores sometimes. And, and um, I do feel like at one, at some point, one of these, you know, Panchik twins is going to oh, show yeah. up and, you know, I mean, they're so young. The young guys have such an advantage here, right? Like they've been doing this for so much longer, such a, such a much, what am I saying? And oh my God, I need more coffee. A longer percentage of their life has been dedicated to training for this sport and honing their technique in. And, you know, the people that have been starting from when they were like teenagers, 14, 15, by the time they get to be the age that we are now in the sport and watching the sport, they're going to be 10 times more advanced than we are. It's not even fair. Yeah, it's crazy. And then, you know, you've got some, at this point, you've got some of the Europeans, mm-hmm. um, you know, Lefty, what's his name? Lefteris? Lefteris. Lefteris. Don't, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to pronounce all that. Um, Bjorkvin, BKG, I mean, he's an insane athlete and he's constantly ending up on the podium. Bean, what are you doing? This, this is why he's going to be an outdoor cat because he keeps jumping up and wanting to get be a part of the podcast at this point, I have a hundred percent ratio of podcast to Bean making an appearance. Bean should, he just wants to get up on the podium. He wants to be Fraser. Do you want me to make him meow? <gasps> Can you, is Maybe. that a thing? Yeah. Let's see. Bean, Bean, are you hungry? Are you hungry? Are you hungry? Do you want some food? Oh, now he's playing shy. He turned his head though. So no. you can see it. He did the second you said it. Yeah. Now I'm going to have to feed him. 
<laughs> cut this, cut all of this. I know. <laughs> such such a dick. Well, anyway, we'll see. I mean, look, I, I think anybody's beatable on any given day. I, you know, I've got nothing but respect for Frazier. He's uh he's an amazing athlete, but we'll see. Yeah. And he kind of needs to win to sell all that Frazier aid he's selling now. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I wonder, like, I wonder how many companies want him, want him to, to rep their stuff. And I wonder what, like, what is that conversation like when they're like, oh, we want Matt. Have I ever told you the story about Frazier aid? No. Oh my God. I should have led the whole podcast with this story. This is a good story. So, uh, and we're kind of coming close on time. So this may be the last ever. So, um, I don't know, a few months ago, I decided I was going to do a Frazier meme. I just thought it'd be funny. And so I took a fit aid can and I put Frazier next to it, same size. And I changed the logo on the FitAid can and I called it Frazier Aid. This okay. is all before they released that he had this product coming out. And I put on the post that, uh, you know, that can and Matt are actual size. So it was clearly, <laughs> clearly a parody, right? It's a short joke. Yeah, it was a short joke. And I was basically making fun of him being short. Well, so I post it within an hour. Matt's agent is messaging me. Uh-oh. asking me to take it down telling them that C4 is ready to file a lawsuit. And I'm like, what the fuck are you guys going to file a lawsuit for? So number one, it's parody. So good luck fighting the first amendment. Um, and, you know, secondly, like I told him, I'm like, look, I'll take it down. Cause I love Matt, but you know, but like, what are you so upset about? Yeah. I'm like, look, I had to call it Frazier aid. Like I couldn't call it C4 aid. That's not funny. Frazier aid sounds like Gatorade. It just makes sense. You know? And, you know, we chatted back and forth. He gave me a cell number and kind of did the typical agent thing. And he's a good dude, by the way. So I'm, you know, I'm not making fun of him, but. Was this Matt who got in touch with you? Yeah. 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 yeah he is the best. Yeah. He's a great dude. And uh, he's like, Hey, I'll, you know, I'll send you some product. He actually goes, give me your address. I want to send you something. I'm like, well, if it's a cease and desist, I'm not going to give it to you. Mm, yeah. No, buddy. <laughs> and he's like, no, I'm going to send you some product, which he never did. So Matt, if you listen to this, send me that product. But, um, but anyway, <laughs> So like a few months go by and then C4 releases a product called Frazier aid. And I'm like, what kind of shitty marketing team do those guys have? If I beat them to the punch, I mean, Oh, on. he didn't even tell you why at first. No, he didn't tell oh, me. No, it's just, shit. I like accurately guessed the name of their new product before it came out. And I'm like, come on. What are the odds? Well, apparently pretty good. Yeah, apparently. seriously. I think you're just too clever for your own good. Sometimes maybe that's it. Maybe they mm-hmm. have an amazing marketing team and I'm just that much more amazing than them. Maybe they should get you on their marketing team. Yeah, well, I don't know if they can afford me. <laughs> Far too expensive. I'm making all these meme millions. I mean, come meme on. Meme millions. Oh, my God. I know. Well, you're making these can meme just, millions. Can I just have one? If you have multiple meme millions, can I just have one of them? I'll just, split, I'll just split all the profits with you. And, man, they're just coming down hand over fist. Oh, my God. Get ready, <laughs> student loans. I know, right? <laughs> All right, we, got, we have just a couple minutes. So let's talk about a couple of things coming up. So you and I have the winter classic. Yes. That is going to be so much fun. What are the dates on that again? December uh, 6th and 7th? 6th, 7th, 7th and 8th? 6th, 7th and 8th. Yes. We start with uh, like some seminars and stuff on Friday and then the competition is the 7th and the 8th. Yep. So that's here in Cleveland. So go to winter-classic.com. It's a dot .com, mm-hmm. right? It and, is. And get... Get enrolled, like get subscribed or whatever you want to call it. Register. Yeah. As quick Grab as you a partner. Can. There's four events. There's three partner events, and one event is a team of four, and you can register for as many or as few as you want, which I think is rad because sometimes with a two day competition, it's like people are traveling, they don't want to stay overnight, but they do want to participate. So you can do all four, you can do just one, you can do whatever. 
whatever is in between. And all the proceeds go to benefit the Adam S. Hamilton Foundation, which um, if you've ever heard of or done the workout, the Hammy is a Hirawad to honor him. So we're, we're raising money to, um, you know, help out high school students who show some great leadership in the classroom and on the sports field and, you know, honor, honor Adam in the, in the process. So it was really cool. Everyone should come hang out and sign up and we'll be doing a social and hanging out and bringing all the updates from the floor. Yes. It's going to be party yes. time. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, and then I have an event I'm doing in Delaware on November 23rd. So if anyone's going to be in the Middletown area, uh, it's, um, it's a, a competition, but it's a charity It's for charity. So it's for a, uh, they're raising money uh, for a group called the Weekly Fight, which funds scholarships and resources for families combating uh, post-traumatic stress disorder for veterans, which I think is a really, really cool awesome. thing. And uh, so it's going to be a team competition featuring two males, two females. They'll have an RX and a scale division. There's going to be four workouts and a team fundraising score to help raise uh, money for this. So that's going to be in Middleton at uh, the Slim Sports Complex. It'll be uh, 8 to 5 on November 23rd. So should be a lot of fun. I'll be there emceeing. It's going to be a total shit show, I'm sure, but it'll still be fun. So yeah. uh, everybody should show up for that. And uh, then the last thing I saw this week, I was talking to um, to Adam Clink. Do you know Adam? You know yeah. Adam. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. From uh, CrossFit Krypton. So he's over there with Ben and and Dane uh, at, at Krypton. So they're doing a competition, Compete for a Cure, uh, that's coming up. And I think that's in February. Let me just double check. But um uh, raising money for St. Jude's, which is amazing. That's so cool. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of an amazing thing. So, uh, compete for a cure. Let's see here. So you can go to their Instagram page. Uh, Krypton's compete for a cure is their, their page, uh, competition is February 1st, 2020. So you got a couple of months to get signed up for this, but, um, you know, they've got a real passion around raising money for St. Jude's, which is obviously a, a charity that raises money and helps children. So, yeah, I um, love that. Yeah. The amazing stuff. So typical, a lot of amazing things going on in the community, a lot of charity money being raised. Um, but uh, if you want to see us come hit us at the <laughs> classic, fun. lots of games, athletes, we're going to do some live podcasting and, and have a blast. Wine tasting, uh, freaking they're giving away rowers and skiers to registered groups. Everybody's got to come. Oh, it's, I forgot about the wine tasting. Margo's going to yell at me. She's going to be like, put the bottle down, John. Can't drink straight from the bottle. I mean, you can. It's fine. It's frowned upon. No. Can just just drop a straw in there. Then it counts. Then it's classy. Yeah, exactly. Makes it classy. Yeah. All right. Well, Nikki, this has been fun. Yes. We will squeeze one of these in again here shortly as soon as we have an update on the leaderboard and, and who's qualified for the games and come back with a news podcast. How about that? Good call. That's perfect. All right. Well, guys, thank you for listening, and uh, we will chat with you guys again soon.